You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Although you see no water for miles around, we are nevertheless marooned, stranded in this place called Barovia. To change metaphors, we are imprisoned. The mist that surrounds us are prison bars, and Baron Strad von Zarevich our warden. I have known many evil men such as him, and if fate is to be believed, I will know many after. Meanwhile, away from the Blue Water Inn, and not far enough away from the campsite that Hector currently finds himself in, many poured creatures begin slowly closing in on Valakai from the west. <laughs> what did I do to these wolves? <laughs> Two guards from the Valakai militia are slowly walking their way around the outer perimeter. One of them thinks for a brief moment that they see something in the brush. They point to their companion and both look. Unbeknownst to them, the diversion has worked. Three direst wolves set upon them. The sentries are killed quickly and quietly and dragged away. The direst wolves already know enough about Valakai's defenses. These guards will not be missed for a little while at least. Mm. Several more direst wolves slowly slink their way towards the walls of Valakai. They, forming a small pyramid, (laughs) grant enough height to a final direst wolf to launch itself off their back, up the wall, and onto Valakai's walls. God damn it. It slinks away into the mist. These fucking wolves. Pop the chicken was meant to deal with them. (laughs) (laughs) He's let me down again. The doors to the Blue Water Inn crash open Mm -hmm. and a member of the town militia steps in. We are looking for anyone who may know of a crime that occurred around the exterior of this building but moments ago. I try to inconspicuously pull my hood like, over my face. I guess my big fucking dragonborn snout's poking out of it, so it's hard to hide. Danica Martikov, the wife of Davian Martikov, mm-hmm. usually tends bar. Pip, you already know this. Yeah. She stands behind the bar, folds her arms, and very just aggressively and grumpily looks at the guards as they move from group to group asking questions. Oh, shit. You know that the Martikovs don't particularly like the town militia and the town mm-hmm. militia don't particularly like the Martikovs, but they keep an uneasy truce for the most part. Mm-hmm. She begrudgingly allows the guards to do this. Eventually, they begin to close in on your group. Pip, what would you like to do? Look, at this point, running would be way more suspicious than staying put. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to try and bank on the fact that they've never met me before. Pull back your hood. Of course, I say. <laughs> I pull my hood back who are you my name is ted ted is it yes what are you doing here you are not local no we are just passing through from behind the bar danica has noticed that you are chatting fuck, to the guards fuck, fuck fuck for a brief moment pip you and danica lock eyes she it's just a very brief thing just very quickly like shock and then outrage, one after the other passes over yeah. her face. Yeah. 
Then her face becomes a stony mask. She's not giving anything to the town militia, mm-hmm. but she's recognized mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Cool. I, yeah, I say Do nothing more. Do not stay in Valakai for long. You may temporarily live here at the Blue Water Inn, but if we call for you, I expect you to be here. Much obliged. Move on as soon as possible. I know. And remember, he hands you a little flyer. All is well in Valakai. I like glance up to see if Danica is looking at me. Danica's no longer behind the bar. She's oh, gone. Shit. I'm going to get fucking the shit beat out of me. I <laughs> 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 uh, no, there's nowhere safe for me. Why'd I come back to this stupid fucking city? <laughs> All right. You start looking around the bar and um, you can see Sloldar and Yvengi. Mm-hmm. They are brothers, hunters, trappers, if yeah. you will. You can see Danica is standing next to their table while the guard still moves around. Uh-huh. You can see she's standing next to their table, talking to them, just polishing a glass of something. They look at her, then turn around to look at you. Both of them lost their sister yeah. in the yeah. past year, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. And when they spot you... Their looks become very dark. Why did I come back? They stand up and leave the tavern. Oh, no, I can't leave the tavern. <laughs> They'll be waiting outside. Fuck. What do you do? Uh, the okay. town militiamen are still moving around asking questions. Okay, I'm probably going to wait till the town... Mil- uh, but if I wait till they're... I'm probably protected, to be honest, whilst they're here. Because I don't think Danik is going to want to... Definitely not, no. ...wallop me while the guards are here. Okay, they went out the front, yeah? Yeah. I'm going to go to the little boy's room, I say, to a go-gash. And I'd like to try and slip out. Is there a back exit? Yeah, there's a back exit. I'd like to try and slip out the back exit. As you move towards the back exit, Danica shoots you a very dangerous look Uh and then begins moving to intercept you. You realize the dangerous look is, it's like a don't do that, kind of like a threaten. Okay. I turn around and I go back to a go-gash. It went away. (laughs) 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 At one point when the militiamen are like really far away, maybe on the opposite side of the tavern, Danica moves over towards you and... I'm white-knuckling on on the table. (laughs) (laughs) She looks at a go-gash. She looked very mean expression Mm -hmm. towards you, but then turns to a go-gash and her expression is immediately pleasant and lovely. And she says, a go-gash was it. A go-gash nods. Uh, I only told you my name once. I'm surprised that you could have such a good memory. (laughs) Danica pauses for a second, (laughs) then nods and says, why don't you help yourself uh, at the the bar, please? And take your good friend, too. Both of you, a free drink on the house. A gogash looks at you, Pip. Uh, Do I think they're going to attack me? It's just Danica. Yeah, okay. Her family lives here. You know that. I'm probably going to get chewed out, but I don't think I'm going to get hit. And honestly, it's probably better for a Gogash to not be here whilst this happens. So I like give him a little nod like, yeah, it's okay. A Gogash picks up Chaucer mm-hmm. and both of them head over to the bar. Danica sits down at your table, sets the mm-hmm. glass down in between the two of you and the rag next to it. Hello, Danica. What are you doing here? I, I don't want to be here any more than you want me to be here. I'm wrapped up in some bullshit. I'll be gone within the day, I promise. I would be careful if I were you. There is talk of dark things, tidings within town. More, more dark than usual? She nods. There is 
something wrong. I think part of why the militiamen are here. People are being taken. I, I like look around. The the crime outside. I I saw it. Two two gentlemen, glassy eyes, trying to take another gentleman away. He said he knew them. He worked with them. You can see she's like pondering things. She's got like a very pensive look. The brothers Solbar and Yevgeny. Yeah. Yes. They are mad. Many people within town are mad. I know. They are especially mad. Mm-hmm. They have been hunting you for the past year. Do you know this? I suspected, I say. They wish to kill you. Yeah, yeah, and yes. normally I would not stop them. I know. But this, um, these events, they are disquietening. Valakai is, compared to the rest of Barovia, relatively safe. Or it has been. I nod in agreement. If you could help with this issue, I could see to it that the brothers leave you alone. I, uh, I like, maybe like put a hand out, not on her hand, but just like on the table, like a kind of like a gesture of, yeah. you know, anything. I, I know how great my debt is. So anything. I will tell you what I know. These disappearances, these, um, whatever you want to call them, they have been happening for at least two, three months now. Okay. Maybe I flipped open a manual de monster and I'm writing it down in the margins somewhere. We have not been sure of what is happening, but anyone who has survived such an abduction has spoken of their friends, confidants, people that they have known for at least a little while, suddenly not being themselves. Acting normally and then until a sudden change. A sudden change. Uh-huh. We are not sure exactly what this might mean, but we are aware through one person, a small child who was able to escape. We think they are taking people north to Lake Zarovich. I, 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 I um, I'll do what I can. I'll, I'll look into it. Is, is there any chance? And to talk to me, but is there any chance that I could speak to somebody who's been the child, maybe? You will stay here at the Blue Water Inn while okay. you conduct your business. All right. I will arrange for these people to come and seek you out. Thank you, Danica. That she, can't have been easy. She stands up. No, it was not. She aggressively grabs the rag and the glass and then walks away. Good stuff. All right. Mm-hmm. But also a little victory. <laughs> Not getting outright killed is a win in Not Pip's getting book. Hit. Not getting hit. No one mm. slugged me, so I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, the Dusk Elf, having mm-hmm. lowered her bow, moves over to her little encampment. She begins packing a bag. She turns back to you and says, My name is Elaniel Silverfire. Nice to meet you, Elaniel Silverfire. What business have you next? You said you know Pip's location. I do. I need to go into Valakai. I assume that you want to remain hidden, yes? She nods. I cannot enter Valakai, not as I am now. Of course. Do you have ways of um, getting around? Uh, I gesture to, like, you know, faith, like, not looking as is? I am an astute hunter. As such, I can hide myself well. It becomes harder within a city. I could try, she says. No, I do not think you need to head to Valakai. I... Believe Pip is in Valakai. She nods slowly. How do you know this? He was the first person I met when I arrived here. He has been a guide of sorts 
reluctant one. But nevertheless, he has showed me the way of the lands. She nods. She, with her backpack now on the floor, I will need to think on that. <clears throat> no worries. When, when you meet, Pip, what is your plan? Are we releasing the arrow and that is it? She reaches over to her back where a quiver of arrows is. She very deftly pulls an arrow from it and then spins it through her fingers with a natural grace. She hands it to you. You see that the arrow has red fletching, unlike the other arrows in her pack. Fire this arrow when you wish to speak to me. I pocket that arrow. Hopefully you'll um, hear from me soon. She nods. Yes, Hector Dragon's Bane. Strahd Bane. We will speak again. Just let every dusk elf in the world know that I'm in the city. <clears throat> cool stuff. You know, worries. <clears throat> you walk back with Mark Willett. He is very quiet the entire walk back. Mm. So, the general, there is no forgiveness there, is there? Mark Willett stops, turns to look at you, and says, Would you? I do not know, but I've never been a fan of marching a man to their deaths. He looks you up and down, and his his face softens a little bit. I... I am not a man of violence, but I know many. I and I will, I cannot keep something like this secret. Not when I know there are many people who wish to, who rightly wish to have more than words with that man. Mm. Mm. Pip is safe while he's in Valakai. I get a bad boy card. <laughs> 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 you truly believe him, uh, no. but mm. is that true? Uh, no. Mark Willett leads you back out of the forest. He shakes your hand firmly, stares you very firmly in the eyes. I hope Pip leads you better than he did us. Me too. You flee one rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> you engage in one act of powerful cowardice. You head towards the city gates? Uh, yeah. I head towards right. city gates. Who goes there? Hmm? Oh, Who goes um, there? Uh, what, my, what else bloody hell could I have sorry, said? I'm not paying. Sorry, um, my name uh, Hector. Uh, Hector. My name is Hector. Hector? Yep. Hector Dragon's Bane. An adventurer, are you? Sure, yes. What business do you have in Valakai? I would like a place to rest. All right, so long as you make no trouble within these walls, he calls out and the gates open. He comes down to meet you. He kind of like looks you. You've basically just got a yeah, backpack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of looks you over a little bit and then just waves you in. On you get then. And don't forget, he hands you a pamphlet. Everything is well in Valakai. Everything. It's just a pamphlet. <laughs> just a piece of paper that says everything is well in Valakai. Um, <laughs> yeah, that rolls. I, can I, I, I got to just hand it back. Like I think I can remember this one. No, you got to keep it. Okay. All right. And don't forget the festival's on in three days. A f- festival? Yeah, the festival of the blazing sun. Is that to do with the morning lord? Uh, no, not to my knowledge. Uh, that would be St. Andrew's Feast, which is the day after. No, the festival of the blazing sun is just a celebration of how everything is well in Valakai. In Valakai, yes. Yeah. Yes, right, in three days. and then In, in three days. And then the day after then... St. Andrew's Feast. Didn't used to be like that. From memory... Used to be St. Andrew's Feast 
and we didn't have a festival of the blazing sun every month, but now we do. Oh, anyway, it's a monthly thing. Yeah, oh, it's right, just right. to remind the people everything's all right. All right, never mind. Um, uh, uh, Saint Andrew, um, where is that? Is it obviously? Like, is there a church with a steeple that I can just like walk to? Do I do I need directions? Well, he points it out, and then you can see it. Thank you very much. Um, Best of luck to you, mate. Your help, thank you. And don't forget to go to the Blue Water Inn if you want drink and food. It's a really only place in town. Yes, I, I I will head there in a bit. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. I um. Yeah, go to the go to I, I just make a beeline to the church. This slouching centuries-old stone church has a bulging steeple in the back and walls lined with cracked and stained glass windows depicting pious saints. A mm. fence of wrought iron encloses a garden of gravestones next to the church. A thin mist creeps among the graves. I'll I'll, I'll head in. Um, divine sense. <laughs> this place is, uh, oh no, it's not actually. You sense the aura of a place mm. that was once consecrated but is no longer. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. This would be quite a recent thing, actually. We're talking weeks, we're talking days. Hard to say. It. The uh, more or, yeah. powerful the consecration, the more like far mm. away it would have been. Yep. It was either something very powerful that happened quite a while ago, or it was something not as powerful that happened quite recently. That's all you could tell. Hmm. Inside, hmm. you can see that there are quite a few Barovians who seem to be at the... It's kind of your classic sort of church. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few Barovians sitting in the pews. All of them are kneeling and praying, and you can see many of them have, like, white-knuckled grips. All of them are praying in what appears to be, like, desperation, basically. At the other end, where there is normally an altar, there is actually still an altar, but you can see it's split. It's cracked in the middle, and there are two people standing next to it. One is a man, an elderly man, wearing robes, and you can see this place has all the trappings of the Morning Lord. You recognize it from the few bits and pieces that you've seen here and there, and from in the Abbey as well. Mm. There's like just a lot of the morning sun kind of vibes from this place. And in addition to that, like I said, you can see many different pictures of presumably different saints and deity, oh, not deities, sorry, different saints and people who are important in the worship of the Morning Lord. And yes, that man, he is wearing robes that quite obviously have the same sort of stylized depictions upon them. Like he's wearing a, a, a tabard, not a tabard, he's wearing like a, a robes that have these drawings mm. all over them. It looks like maybe they were done by him. And then also standing with him, you see another person, a halfling. Oh. She's got her hands on her hips, and she's looking at the altar, and she's talking to the priest. You can see that they're in, like, a really intense conversation. She's wearing also robes, but they're completely different. Or the stylization on them is completely different. You recognize them, though. She is a cleric of Penia. Uh, My eyes uh, jut up a little bit. Well, I start uh, walk towards them. Um, as you approach, they head turn. high, confident as a, as always. <laughs> as you as you approach, they turn, they spot you. The halfling gives you kind of like a once up and down, and you recognize. You see that she recognizes like for like. I did not expect um, to find anyone of uh, my faith here. Well, I didn't expect to see anyone here myself either. Uh, Hector, Hector Dragonspain. Yender bright moon, she says. Yenda with a Y, as in the question. Ah, oh, yeah. Nice to meet you, uh, Yenda. I gesture to the cracked altar. 
Uh, we were just having a conversation about it ourselves, she says. Ah. Um, is, is this have anything to do with um, a kind of maybe like a low of my voice? The place being not as holy as it should? Well, she gestures to the priest, and the priest speaks up. Uh, hello, my name is Father Lucian. Nice to meet you. I, yes. Until recently, this place was consecrated ground. Safe. Maybe the only safe place within Valakai. And this was because of, uh, underneath the altar here, there was the bones of St. Andrew himself, his remains. A powerful, powerful person within our faith, the following of the Morning Lord. He was a devout of a devout of the Morning Lord, perhaps among his greatest and most powerful champions. He was laid to rest here, underneath the stone, until recently. This happened a month ago. I have been searching for where the bones could be for some time now, but, well, I was glad for the help uh, from your... Do you know each other? We know the same gods. Well, I would appreciate the help. I can see that both of you are gifted, kissed by the gods. I can see it within your souls. It is a rare thing here. Yes, so I uh, keep, keep people keep telling us that. Well, I've, I, I would appreciate some help, please. Mm. My congregation, he gestures to the many praying people, my congregation understands that this is a place they can come to, a place of safety, but... Without the bones, I do not know how long I can keep the metaphorical wolves outside. Yes, and sometimes literal. Um, <laughs> was the 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 relics the, the the was it a known thing? No, it was hidden. Well, people knew that there was the remains here, but I was very careful not to tell people where to find them. I knew that there was some protection to be underneath the altar. Mm. but clearly it was not enough. Hmm. There was, there is one person who could know. He seems a little hesitant. I, a, a young boy, Jeska, he, Jeska, he was the son of the, my apprentice. I had a, a person in training. He was their son. Jeska's father, though, met with a, a grisly end, unfortunately, mm. as many do within Valakai. Mm. And I had told Yeska's father, and I fear Yeska's father may have told him. Sorry, people um, meet an untimely, but I thought all is well in Valakai. Father Lucian narrows his eyes at you like he thinks you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit tongue-in-cheek, yeah. um, but I just like... Yeah. Very little is Val in Valakai. I have many problems with the Burgermaster and his insistence that improving the spirits will improve safety is one of my greatest Right, something was off gripes. with the, um, the town guard. They handed me and I yeah, give, like, show the flyer. They are under order from the Burgermaster to do this. Uh, is he improves morale? Basically, yes. Uh, no. The people are fearful and he thinks... That the illusion of safety is enough. Well, that is something. It is better, at least, than Lady Vacha. Lady Vacha? A vile woman, he says. I would spit at her name, but this is supposed to be consecrated ground. Right. Well, um, have you spoken to, to, to Yeska? 
I asked him if he knew and mm. if he had told anyone, but he evaded the question. Okay. I did not wish to push upon him with the tragic passing of his mm. father. Right? And he's um. How old is Yesker? Sorry, Yesker is twelve. Yeah, right. How did and how did the if you don't mind me, he was drained of his life force in the night. Some creature of the darkness killed him in his bed. In Valakai. In Valakai. And uh, is he, was he the only uh, one that has that's happened to, or is that a common occurrence? It is. I would not call it common, but it has <sighs> happened a few times before. Drained like, of, of of blood, or just. No, we know vampires. <laughs> yes. If there is anything we know, it is vampires. And no, it was not like this. It was like the life had been drained from them. Ah. I did notice, though, that Jeska's father in his last days, uh, something was wrong with him. Mm. Oh, it uh, acted strangely or was... Acting out. Acting out, you say? He was... I selected my apprentice for his good temper. He was a kind, lovely man, but in the last days he became mean. Mm. I thought it's a symptom of perhaps whatever affliction was upon mm. him, but when I found out it was not an affliction, he shrugs, perhaps some demon or the devil. Where did your friend go? You look around <laughs> you look around and Yender isn't here anymore. I, oh I I I don't know. Oh, Huh. Uh, did uh, uh, how long has um, Yenda been working on uh, helping you out? She arrived in town earlier today, but I think she has been in Barovia. F- there she is. You turn around and you can see that she's moving from Barovian to Barovian within the pews. You couldn't spot her before because she's short. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, fair enough. Yeah. In, tucked away. Uh, but yeah, you can see that she's moving from person to person and she's talking to them. Once ah. she turns away and moves away from them, you can see that they. They like when they return to praying, but now there's less of a white knuckled grip. She just naturally, just going from person to person, seems to be improving their spirits. Hmm. Well, I think she is doing a lot more for your congregation than a festival might. He nods. Right. Well, where 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 does this um Yeska boy? Uh, where where does he? Live? I was telling your your friend. Uh, Yes. She knows? All right. Well, thank you very much. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'll speak to her. Oh, yeah, I thought you would. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, my apologies. <laughs> I was done. <laughs> no, um, I thought you would. No, if, you, if to... you're like, I'll speak to her, he turns, mm. he's, he nods, and he returns to leading a sermon. All right, I'll uh, go over to Yenda. Yender just finishes talking to someone. It's like an old Barovian woman. She's holding her hands and whispering something to her. You see that she's nodding slowly, this old Barovian woman, and when she turns to look at Yender, this Barovian woman seems to have like a little bit of hope within her, and her like it's like color is returning mm. to this person. The old Barovian woman turns back to the sermon, and Yender turns to you. Uh, get everything you want to know? Well, I, I guess this, this Yeska person is the... Yeah. At the orphanage, after his father passed. Okay, right, that, that would make... So you've been here long? Uh, in Barovia, about six months at this point. I spent most of my time in the village of Barovia, doing what I could, but it's limited. It's, yeah, it's I... rough. It's rough as guts there, I'll tell you what. 
Yeah, I, I've only heard that it is bad. What, yeah. what has happened there? Uh, after, did you hear about a year ago there was like a I uprising of sorts? I did hear yeah. that, yes. Well, after I a couple... something, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah something or other. Someone said something about it, yeah. Well, after know. it got put down, um, yeah. the Barovians, the, sorry, the people of the village of Barovia, they were like the most defiant. And basically the entire town rose up. Mm. Strahd decided to... Make, Make an example, example of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he, uh, well, they keep calling it decimated, but it's more the reverse. My understanding is about 90% of the people were killed and brought back as a very awful type of zombie. Oh. Yeah. Then um, Barovia was also kind of the breadbasket of this area, and he uh, turned the well, salted the lands. Yeah, so there's a. I don't know if you've noticed a Valak. Oh, so have, have you been to? I heard there's Kresik. I've been to Kresik, yes. My understanding, I didn't affected Kresik as much because they grow their own food. But here in Valakai, not as many farms. And when Barovia fell, there's a lot of there's a lot less food going around here as well. So a lot more hungry folk. I had a chat to the priest in Barovia. Uh... I'm glad I'm here, she says. Right. Oh, that um, that reminds me. So I'll be I'll be right back. Sorry. All right. I head back to the priest. Yeah. Um. So sorry, Father. Um, we dealt with some werewolves. Um, out uh, north, I believe, of Kresik, and there was a lot of letters. Um, for people that they they've kidnapped or turned or done horrible things. I did not but, know where they were, but I was aware of werewolves kidnapping people. But I, I know this might not do, do, do much, but I do know maybe it will give a form of... Um, closure? Yes, form of closure to the, to the, to the families. But um, look, the, these, are the, these are letters that we were able to, I guess, ascertain um, were from uh, Valakai. I, I don't know anyone here. Uh, perhaps... You might. He nods. Uh, if you give me the letters, I will see to them as best I can. Yes, yes, of, of course. I, I hand in the letters. Thank you, thank you. I uh, uh, yeah, head back to uh, Yender. Yender. Sorry, just a, um, we dealt with some werewolves. She does not seem the sort that stands yeah, 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 still. Yeah, right. She's been moving from person to person, and you could see that the spirit of the, hmm. the spirit of the room has been lifted a little bit. Hmm. Uh, shall we? Did you want to do go to, to have a chat with Jeska now, or, or did you want to? She looks outside. The sun is setting. Uh, well, I'd be worried to. No, I think it's best that things of the sun are done in the sun. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, I've I've got a room at the Blue Water Inn. I've. It's oh right, yes. I need to head a nice there. enough place. There's a little frogman who does singing. It's nice. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, right. Um, does he play the piano by any chance? Ha! Come on. He plays anything. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that makes it sound like people come to him with instruments. And they're like, play this, play this, play <laughs> this. Go on, go on. He'll play anything you bring to him. Honest to God, Scouse Honor, someone brought a dog to him a couple days ago, and he, I kid you not, played that dog like a set of bagpipes. <laughs> that is hard what to imagine. I don't know I've that, never uh, heard a musical dog in my life until then. Well, I, I don't know the way, so... Um, she leads. Let's go. Uh, Yenda, question. You're, you're, you're still in touch with your... She's having this conversation to you in between talking to yeah, people. Yeah. She goes... She moves to the Blue Water Inn via every person you meet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it takes forever and the sun has well and truly set mm. by the time that you get to the Blue Water Inn. You do have a con- like. Yeah. You never feel like she's not paying attention. You mm. just feel like she's capable of having three different conversations <laughs> at once. Um, you wouldn't happen to ha- with your, I guess, access to the divine, with your connection to the divine. Uh, did you find that fading recently by any chance? Um, she stops, turns to look at you, and says, "I, uh, I'll explain it to you when we're alone." I don't want to look. If it weren't for the fact that you're also a member of the clergy, I wouldn't even mention this. But look, I, I'll tell you when we're alone. She says, "Thank you." All right. Eventually, you get to the Blue Water Inn. Mm-hmm. She steps inside. Half of the Blue Water Inn turns around and calls out, "Yenda!" <laughs> <laughs> she turns to you and says, "I'm just gonna. I just got to say hello to a few people. I'll be right back." He goes and says hello to everybody. (laughs) I understand. Everyone she talks to seems to fucking love her. Yep. You spot a very pensive-looking pip. Mm. I like to think I've got, like, Emmanuel de Monts to open, and I'm just scrolling through, like, maybe using my pinky to, like, go line by line, trying to find anything that reminds me of uh, what uh, Danica described. Sure. I I probably glance up briefly, see that it's Hector, and I'm like, oh, okay, and then just go back to my my book. I don't know. A look of God, <laughs> not happy to see Pip. Just a, mm. Mm. I like rub my eyes. Um, cousin of the sun. head over to Pip. How's oh, it, hello. How is things? Uh, sort of somewhere in the middle. Do you know anything? Uh, you're magic, right? Uh, in a way, some some kind of magic, some kind of enchantment that could turn somebody. Otherwise regular and just living a normal life in a flesh into 
a marauder, some kind of anything like that. Says the kind of person who might attack or kidnap a friend. Like, as in, they, uh, suddenly they've gone. A bit yes, from crazy. from acting normally, regularly. Like, suddenly, to, or is it over a couple of? Days? I think it's suddenly. I think it's suddenly. Let me have a think. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. I, Adam? You don't know a specific thing, but you have heard many tales of people being like mentally controlled. It could be a bunch of things. It could be anything from like an evil wizard to an illithid. Uh, mm. you're, uh, you're describing it could be anything. Um, evil That's wizard. Useful. Uh, evil wizard. I'll write that down. Evil wizard to an, an illithid. Like, uh, anything else? Demonster anything else? Wrong places edition. Um, <laughs> 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 no, uh, the, a kidnapped. Uh, Was there anything? What did the kids say? They said that they were being taken north to the lake. Nor north. Yes, to the lake, toward the lake. Anyway, it's fine. Ah, so were you, you successful don't. in whatever you were doing? I, you can tell that when I ask that, I, I'm not interested in an answer. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's courtesy. You were close with Keening, yeah? Uh, <laughs> like, close my book? Yes, I, I suppose you could say that. What was he like? Commanding, I suppose. Impressive. Uh, I suppose they call it a force of personality. You know, you're kind of just drawn in by, mm. by him. why, why, why do you ask? And the dusk elves. Um, Who have you been talking to? They, they, the dusk elves. <laughs> Holding my book in my hands, knuckles going white, and um, hecked up. This pretty important question. What did you say to the dusk elves? They, they, they do not like you. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> And 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 what did you say to the dusk elves, Hector? Um, Yender takes a step in your direction. You can see for a brief moment she means to shake yeah. Pip's hand to, just, in just her like yeah. movement all around. But she takes one look at the two of your faces and then a right yeah. turn and keeps going <laughs> like somewhere sh- else. Yeah, shake my head. And did you mention Hector where we would be staying at all? Well, I like to think I've closed my book at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Pip, maybe if I had known the gravity of of what had uh, transpired, I would have made sure I was a lot more careful about mentioning you. You see, I knew not to be associated with you. I didn't didn't know the... Let's, how about, instigate a rule. If anybody asks where I am, you don't tell them. Act perhaps like you don't even know me. It's going to be safer for the both of us. And and why why bring Mm -hmm. up... Keening, do you ever wish to make amends? Do you ever wish to... How would you imagine I would do that, Hector? I don't know. How would you imagine I would make amends for destroying the city of Brovia and having every single female dusk elf killed? What single act do you think I could do that would uh, wipe that away from my very dirty soul? I don't know, but have you tried anything? I'd like gesture around. Hector, you... You know the answer to that. Please, no, what? I, no, I do not. What I know is that you were in a shack. What have you done? Did you did you do anything? I I suppose I did not. I'd like to stand up. I'd like to close my manual, the monster. And I'd like to... Anyway, I've been lucky enough to be granted a room at the Blue Water Inn. It's been a pleasure, but it's incredibly yeah. sarcastic. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What happened? I cannot imagine that there's the moment, the moment that you left the battlefield, it all went to shit. Strahd slaughtered a town and raised half as undead. The slow 
genocide of the Dusk Elves, surely there was a resistance. Well, surely people put up a, a fight. And and where were you? I'm I'm done. I'm done with this conversation. Okay. I just leave. You get up and I'll go try and find my quarters upstairs. As as you go go to leave, I just call out. Keening did not die when you fought Strat. He is alive. I stop very very suddenly. He died. I say he's dead. Really? You looked. People people told me soon after it happened. He was he was thrown off the cliffs and and onto the rocks beneath. Why is it that you believe that story, but everything else anyone tells me you take with a pinch of salt? Perhaps that's easier to believe, Hector, for me, than any alternative. Well, Perhaps he is it... alive. I cannot believe you never even looked. Good night, Pip. I get up and I head to the bar. Okay. Or head to a gogash. Do we have a room? Uh, a gogash turns around and says, Yes, we have a room. Also, I'd like you to meet my new friend. And he gestures to a little frog man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice to Pleasure meet you. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you too. Uh, Hector Dragonsbane, how are you? My name is Cribbit the Amazing. <laughs> I hear you can play... <laughs> I love Cribbit. I hear you can play anything from a piano to even a dog. I played the dog well. Yes, that's what I heard. <laughs> Excuse my language. It is strange to speak with proper nouns. What are you doing here, Hector? Ordering a drink. Would you like one? Yes, they know my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd like to be standing right behind Hector. <laughs> Like, I didn't go upstairs. I just followed him to the bar. I know you. I ignore the frog. What do you mean Keening's not dead? (laughs) (laughs) What do you care? Answer the question. How do you know? Why would you say that? I was told by Madame Eva. Oh, a charlatan. (laughs) Krivitz looking from one of you to the other. What is happening? (laughs) Nothing, Cribbit. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't know his name. <laughs> you were right behind him. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I heard. I heard. Madame Eva said that he is another person. He is Oh, is Madame Eva. Madame Eva is a uh, seer of Astani. And where did, and where did she say... Prophecy? That's the one, yes. And where, <gasps> and where did she, she say... She make prophecy? Yes, she's the one that makes... For like these ones? I'd like to grab uh, Hector and spin him around. And where did she say... Keening was. Why do you care? Because I loved him. Oh, um, he is north, by a body of water. Not, not too far from here. I like hold up the Emmanuel de Monster where I've got like all of my notes figuring out this fucking other thing for Danica. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I put a hand on your shoulder like a all of a sudden strangely affectionate one, and then I'm going to go upstairs. <laughs> You have prophecy? Uh, yeah, yes, um, Cribbit, yes. I think you're part of it. He leans in. He's really excited. Prophecy with this one? Did she say this one writes epic? You actually didn't understand half of that. He spoke half. He's so excited. He started speaking presumably his language. You heard like, you spot blah, 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 this one? But if we're just descend into bubbles, you... Yes, uh, yes, Cribbit. Yes, yes. Uh, you are the... Happy day! <laughs> Cribbit kicks ass. Cribbit's the heart and soul of this party already. Uh, 
yes. Um, I pref- uh, Crooked uh, stands up on the table. Mm. This one has prophecy! <laughs> <laughs> you are going to write an incredible tale. This one will write that one's tale. Once again, so excited. It was just... If you would... If that one... He's like he's trying to figure out common and grung right now. If you had, if you were instrument, what would you be? Hmm. He brings from out underneath. He, as soon as he grabs it, a massive cacophony of different noises. <laughs> but then he brings a backpack and lifts it up onto the table. When he hits it down, it's like vroom, 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 vroom. and you maybe hear something break. He upends the bag, and any instrument you could name falls uh, out onto the table. Anything like a, a trumpet or a harp. A gogash picks up the cymbals. Yeah. I would be these ones. <laughs> Cribbit nods and picks yeah. them up. I will make the song. I think um, less like a less harsh trumpet, that one. <laughs> Teeny tiny little trumpet? A French horn, an elvish horn. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's French. <laughs> okay, excuse me. Yeah, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, Forgive yeah, yeah. me. A little, a little uh, French horn. Cribbit. Picks up the the French horn, gives a little bit of a toot, and says, "Yes, this is good." Yes, it is something. He starts stuffing them in back into the backpack. Wait, wait, wait! He's he, he won't let you leave until he's stuffed all of them back in. Mm-hmm. Then he flips it back. He closes. He, you realize he has nothing packed except instruments. <laughs> that is his entire. I love Kermit so much. That is his entire. Uh, backpack is just instruments. He puts it back on, and then he climbs up, and, uh, so long as you don't stop him. Mm-hmm. He climbs up onto you. <laughs> yep. That's okay. okay. And then, like, puts his, like, legs around your neck and just sits on your on your shoulders. You're giving Kribbit a shoulder ride. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Right. <laughs> uh, Gogash nods. Yes. I like this little man. <laughs> I like this this little man too. Yes, let's go, I say, as I sit down and order a drink. <laughs> drink, 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 drink. This is a drinking song. He starts tapping out a little song on your head. It, it's a little annoying to have the tapping, mm-hmm. but damn, the song rules. <laughs> That's so catchy. It fucking slaps. The yeah. rules. Kruber kicks ass. Drink, 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 drink. All right. Yep. Mm-hmm. You go upstairs. Yeah, I go upstairs just to get out of a hostile situation and uh, to sit on the knowledge a little bit. Yeah, I guess there's actually kind of not much I can do really until I start interviewing the various people in town who've. Uh... Yeah, but I have some theories. I read over alive puppets. Sorry, little guys. Excuse me. Yeah, from Emmanuel de Monster and some of the undead ones as well. But I'm still unclear as to what specifically is happening. But it's allowing me to stay in. Yeah. Have I been shown my room at all? Uh, no, you have not. Okay, well, I'm just awkwardly standing up in the hall, I guess. <laughs> Maybe one of the, the Mardikov kids, they've mm. got uh, two kids, runs past. He looks at you and he says, Mister, yes. do you need... Oh, I know who you are. <laughs> he says. Yes. He, he turns and says, hang on. <laughs> he runs downstairs, comes back up with a set of keys, uh, mother said you were to be given a room. Yes, yeah, that's that's. Uh, I was going to ask. Thank you. He goes over and unlocks a room for you. Even the children are being taught to hate me. <laughs> it is by far the smallest room. I didn't think I was going to be getting comfort, but at least I'm getting privacy. It's essentially just a bed. It 
when I say this is a bedroom, yeah. I mean this is a bed in a room. <laughs> yep. Yeah, good, good, good. And there's not much room for anything else. All right, I'll step inside, close the door behind me, and sit on the bed and just go through a manual to monster. There's yeah. a just a single. It's you know the sort of window you get in a toilet, oh, small yeah, and yeah, high up. Yeah, that is your only window. Can I like stand on my bed to look out of it? Yeah, yeah. I'll just have a look out at, at uh, Valakai. You gaze out at what little Valakai you can see through the window. Yeah. Back downstairs, and for as long into the night as any of you are capable of, a Gogash, Cribbit, Chauncer, because he hasn't got a fucking choice. Chauncer <laughs> <laughs> can't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he wanted to. He's a statue. He's fine. He's, he's, he's like, he's never going to ask to be picked up, but yeah, he yeah. wants to be picked up. It, uh, sure. Yender, <laughs> Yender and yourself, Hector, sit around a table and eat and drink. Eventually, as the night wears on, any other patron within the Blue Water Inn begins filtering out, either because they have work in the morning or this is not their home and they're not allowed to sleep here. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's, like, it's closing time. Yeah. 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 A few people Danica has to forcibly remove, not like violently, but certainly a few people Danica needs to Maybe help, shall yeah, we yeah, say, yeah, 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 out yeah, yeah, of the yeah, blue yeah. water in. She's got to cut them off. Fair enough. You get the impression, perhaps, Hector, that Valakai might have a bit of a... Well, I don't know if I'd call it a drinking problem. <laughs> they have some pretty big issues in their lives, <laughs> and drink is quite clearly one of the best ways of dealing with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that is fair. That is fair. But eventually, one way or another, it is really just your table and Danica behind the bar. She quietly cleans up. At a certain point, Owen, Owen Matikov, the other proprietor of the Blue Water Inn, joins his wife, and the two of them are just kind of doing bookkeeping and after-hours work, the sort of classic stuff yeah. that a tavern needs to for its own upkeep. Sure. They're busy doing that. Every now and then, one of them comes over to check to make sure that you're still okay for drinks. Yep. I don't know about you, Hector, but a few other people, I won't mention who, are getting quite inebriated. <laughs> sure, sir. <laughs> it's his first time. He's it's, never, yeah, he's never, he's, he's a never teetotaler, had, yeah. He's never had alcohol touching those beautiful porcelain lips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he doesn't understand what he's doing to his brain. <laughs> That's crazy. There's a brain in there. Yeah. Cribbit mm. is downing mugs of water as if they were beer. Yeah, yeah. I uh, don't know if you would have seen this at any point, mm. but if Cribbit drinks alcohol, he pukes it up almost immediately. <laughs> he d- does not seem to really acknowledge that that happens, okay. though. So anytime, especially while people were still yeah. in the tavern, people would buy him drinks. Yeah. Anytime that happens, Danica would have immediately swooped in to switch it out for a water <laughs> because Cribbit will drink yeah. it. She and doesn't he... want to kill Cribbit. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. At, yeah. at, at, that, at those points, I probably would have asked Danica, like, um, what is happening? He seems to be... <laughs> And just kind of let Danica. <laughs> Danica gives like a shake of her head. She seems deeply upset. She says, "Either they are too drunk, or they do not know." Cribbit quite clearly just I don't know why he knows he will throw up, <laughs> but he does it anyway. I assume. I assume that is he is just weird. Like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She keeps moving. A frog physiology is yeah, probably not designed met- for beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a go gash mm-hmm. gets quite drunk, and Yender, at the very least, is getting tipsy. All right. I don't know about you, Hector, but yeah. Uh, probably happening. like nurse, like again, there's a lot has happened. Probably just nur- nursing a mead or a 
beer or what? What are they serving? What's the general like going to drink here? You Ruby, piss water. Yeah, <laughs> they have a kind of shitty, not great ale, which is very watered down, but on purpose. Right. It's kind of like the drink you drink if you don't want to get drunk. You just want a liquid. Okay. They have a beer, which is a little bit heavier, and then they have a large selection of wines. There's yeah. Many, many, many different types of wines, right. and all of them look quite nice. I might take the uh, watered down piss water. Yeah, <laughs> all right. It's some pissy ale, probably a good sure. move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to have just, something to drink. Yeah, sure. something to drink. Bit of bit of things that is mine. Maybe I'll be sitting at like the table, like you know, uh, just maybe uh, absentmindedly, like uh, as I hear him absentmindedly sure. shuffling a card of a uh, deck of cards. Maybe absentmindedly, like twirling an arrow. You're stimming your little brain now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe at the yeah, it's similar kind of thing of just like twirling a certain arrow that I'm like mm. tapping it to my like you know <laughs> giving a bit of a think, twirling around, <laughs> paying attention here and there of like the sure. conversations that are happening with um the rest of the party, as it were. The rest of the group were having a lively conversation. It it's you know moved through several different mm-hmm. things. At first, it kind of began with just a where are you from sort of thing and. Yender talks about growing up within Candor and maybe some early tales of her family. A Gogash regales everyone with basically the same thing, the tales of his faraway land. For a brief little while, Yender and a Gogash are trying to work out, like maybe Yender brings out one of her many books. Mm. Uh, one of Oh, you see, she takes out her backpack is not so much a backpack as it is more a chest oh, that oh. is it, it has two belts cool. that she loops around her shoulders <laughs> she takes the chest off you see it's got an elaborate a very elaborate lock on it she takes out a ring of keys from around her neck and she un- with three different keys she unlocks the chest and then opens it up she's very secretive about this as well there's appears to be some sort of order that the keys need to be inserted in anyway she eventually opens the chest, and but just just enough so that she can slip out a book. She doesn't mm. open it very wide. Mm. And in the book, she has a, a cosmology wheel, like all the different planes and how they interact with each other. And she's flipping through it, trying to figure out where Agogash is from and where he's been. Oh, that's, yeah, cool. that's cool. And you find out Agogash has been a lot of places. <laughs> <laughs> it actually becomes, at a certain point, it becomes easier to find out where he's not been. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Hell yeah. Then Chaucer is very interested in that. He knows a bit about cosmology, and they, you know, he joins into the conversation. Gribbit is just furiously, like every now and then he'll insert some words, but he just spends a lot of time furiously writing all of this down. Got it. Good on him. God bless that little frog, man. I love him. I love the little scribe we've got. Yeah. You maybe at some point glance over and look at Gribbit. <laughs> yeah, quite, maybe yeah, have, a, have a quit of a squeeze if he's like writing something down. What maybe he is writing down, but it doesn't look like it. <laughs> okay. so you know when a kid just like <laughs> scribbles, yeah, like just draws like scribbles yeah, in a book. So funny. He's that is his... what it looks like he's doing. But I don't know how to speak Frogman. Yeah, so. look, maybe he's got his own code. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, let me quickly. <laughs> All right, you, you can work out that there is some sort of pattern to it, okay. but it really it really just kind of looks like a child yeah. scribbling. That's okay. awesome. And I'm, of... I don't mean like lines. Yeah. I mean like it's all Loops like... Loops and... Yeah. yeah there yeah, are yeah, pictures yeah. which appear to be part of the language. That's okay. awesome. There's a kind of like, uh, almost like that, that journalistic shorthand that some you can 
some people do where it's just it's kind of impossible like, to know. <laughs> then you, having only got Cribbit as a yeah, reference yeah, 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 point, yeah, 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 yeah. you don't know if this is shorthand mm-hmm. or if this is the the f- okay, grung okay, version okay, of okay, Ulysses. Okay. <laughs> gotcha, 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 gotcha. Don't know if he's making his uh, this, is, this is notes for himself later up to type up. Yeah. Or if this is like literally just like this is oh wow, it's a beautiful language. <laughs> yeah. I see this. All right. Um Okay, well, like, yeah, I think maybe like um, half listening, half sort of really distracted by like the the like Pip and everything, and just maybe like glancing up like where the I'm assuming it's like a stick, a stairwell that sort of like goes up into a corner and yeah. stuff, and just I know either waiting either. No, maybe not. <laughs> I was like waiting for a lull in conversation, yeah. but actually probably not. No, just like yeah. if we're just like just blurting out like, what what is the dumbest thing you've done for love? Everyone has like a moment to think. And then a Gogash says first, uh, I think the strangest or oh, dumbest. Oh, mm, good question. What's the strangest thing you did for love? <laughs> the dumbest thing I have ever done for love would be, I suppose, one time when I was but a wee boy, I uh, fancied uh, my uh, 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 a neighbor from... A few a few buildings away from where I was raised, and I remember we had these strange contraptions where I'm from called bicycles. We have bicycles. No, that <laughs> okay. would not be a technology you're aware of. <laughs> that rolls. Cool. What is it? I, no, I don't even. I don't. Oh, it is kind of like a mechanical horse, <laughs> in a way, if you will. It's awesome to imagine Hector's like. Imagining of what's happening in a Gogash's story, where yeah. yep. it's not on a bike, it's on some kind of robot horse. Yeah, it's yeah, a, a yeah. horse with wheels. What is it? Look, yeah. it's not. It's neither <laughs> here I'm nor there. Picturing just like a like a, a metal horse made of like you know bits of like scrap and bolts and yeah. stuff, and each where the four legs just four <laughs> like very large wheels yeah. that are on like a wagon. <laughs> it oh, is okay. It is a very <laughs> simple machine, but it imitates a horse quite well. <laughs> Imagine it drinking, eating, neighing, rearing up, oh, okay. going <laughs> jumping. Yes. Okay, okay. Sure. I had one as a, a a child. It was the only one in in town, I think, of my age who had one. And I remember I wanted to impress her by uh, jumping it over a, a rise. This makes sense to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I well, I missed. He says, <laughs> and I dashed myself and the bicycle upon the upon the rise. I. I was nearly killed. It was quite a fall, but thankfully, my species, we are hearty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I almost want to be mouthing, like, along his, like, because I'm assuming we've got this speech before. Oh, yeah, yeah, speech. yeah. Like, hearty, powerful, <laughs> one of the best out there, you know? Like, a phrase that I would feel he would use oh, yeah, over all, those, and over all again. the time. Just be like, yes, hearty. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> and uh, it is a go-gash. <laughs> I thankfully survived, but the bicycle. The only one of its kind, for at least my age within the town, was destroyed. My parents were upset with me. Um, Imagine, yes. But uh, <laughs> I, well, uh, she was impressed, <laughs> he says. That is very good to hear. It's a funny thing, Gogash. <laughs> was doing sick tricks yeah. on a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm, yeah. It's probably like you know, like a bicycle from like maybe the 1800s, 1920s. But I just can't stop imagining a dirt bike. Yeah, 
<laughs> we have this uh, contraption in our world, dirt bikes. <laughs> uh, yourself, Yender? Yender thinks for a second, and she says, "Well, I, uh, I guess I, I guess I did this." She says, "I, I raise my eyebrows." Um, I only really got the the one love. It's uh, the church, nice. I guess. <laughs> To borrow a phrase, to borrow a bit of a commonly said phrase, I'm married to the church, as it were. Mm-hmm. I, uh, my love for the gods is the greatest love of my life, and I gave up everything for it. And you, I don't you, regret it for a second. Understandable. I'm glad you'd have no regrets. See, on, the, on that, um, I guess on that line, I, I almost got well. I almost got kicked out of the uh, the order. For love, well, I think I, I did for a few months. Yeah. I was young, very young, very young. I, young, rebellious, uh, an idiot, some might say. But your um, name was Svetlana. I, uh, I came this close, this close to stealing an artifact. Uh, I came. I think it was a it was a mummified index finger <laughs> of one of the lesser prophets. I had a plan uh, to 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 crush it up, and and make a a sort of a, a paint out of it, and uh, I was going to uh, to paint a lovely portrait to to draw her as a sort of um, a misbegotten notion that you know, her her beauty could only be captured by the divine. It's such an ugly shade. <laughs> <laughs> a mummified finger. Ah, it's kind of like, like a light like like Oh, no, fair, fair, cool, fair, cool. Very sort of lightish, sort of brown. Yeah, yeah. Kind of do some stuff. Uh, you dil- dilate it somewhat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Dilute it. <laughs> Not dilate. Not dilate. <laughs> dilate. Dilute. So, but, um, yes, yeah, so I, I, I planned to steal it and use it. And I, yes, yeah, so I, I stopped because I, I would have, um, well, I was I was afraid. I was, I would, you know, if they found out I would have been expelled. I thrown out of the church and, and, and sent back to my parents after after all that they had sacrificed to to get me into the order and and I was afraid I would be excommunicated or sent to like the front line of the abyss. I I was I was so afraid of like look look towards the like again the stairwell mate wait once again just like just absent mindedly playing with that arrow. Yeah. yeah I was afraid I would I would be killed so I so I didn't go through with it. I, I um so I did just I, I didn't I did not go through with it. I um simply uh, I I guess threw away the notions of um what I imagined what love was. I thought I think I got myself back on the uh straight and narrow. Did get my tongue pierced though for her. <laughs> that is something that oh, that yeah. did happen. <laughs> and let me tell you, uh Yenda, that is something I regret. <laughs> I'll be back. I, uh, okay. I get up and head upstairs and I uh, uh, head towards uh, Pip's room. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not of not, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&D is for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery.